Welcome to the Heart to Heart Spiritual Direction Podcast with Father Michael Stalla, Spiritual Advisor of Hope's Garden. At Hope's Garden, it is all about the heart, the heart of Christ the Bridegroom, and how His love is healing our hearts, marriages, and families. You can learn more about the Bridegroom at hopesgarden.com. Hi everyone, this is Father Michael. I'm here to do a talk for Hope's Garden. Uh, today, the topic that we have uh, has to do with how the Pharisees uh, misinterpreted the dignity of a person simply by looking at the physicalness of the person and the abuse of the physical person as an attempt to abuse the dignity of their spiritual reality. So we see that in the story of Jesus and the passion, there's a reason why everyone is so angry with him. Of course, I say everyone, but not everyone. The apostles know exactly who he is. They have seen his miracles. And those who were beneficiaries of those miracles had felt a physical change to themselves, but recognized that interpreted it as a way of loving them. So they could see in Jesus's physical interaction with them, he was loving their dignity as a person. However, there is this group who is highly offended by Jesus, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and they're offended because Jesus keeps making reference to himself as the Son of God or as I am, which is taking on the name of God, Yahweh. Because of this, they begin to ask him specific questions. Are you the Christ? Do you think that you really are God with us? And it is surprising to them how often Jesus does not deny it. But the more that they hear this, the more agitated they become, because first of all, this does not match what they were expecting. They were expecting God to send a Messiah to be a warrior king who would take out all the enemies. And here he is loving the enemies and loving the sinners and loving people no matter what. This doesn't match their expectation. He's not from a royal family. He seems to be on the poor side, almost a homeless guy wandering around. He's not matching their expectations. But something even more, in fact, a capital punishment for the Pharisees would have been to take on the name of God, to assume some sort of connection on that level. To them was a form of idolatry and certainly of blasphemy. You at this point have offended almighty God by taking on his identity. But this is what the miracles were showing. The miracles were showing his own identity and that God loves us. And in the healing of other people, he not only reveals his own identity, but then he reveals our identity as his beloved. We are the ones he loves. So it's a dual revelation, who God is in Jesus and who we are in the sight of Jesus. The Pharisees object so strongly to this they decide not only are they going to silence him, they're going to kill him. But they're not sure how to do it. So they petition Pilate, and they finally get rights to do so, and they begin to torture him. They have him beaten. They put on a crown of thorns. They have the crowd mock him. Everything that they're doing, they're only able to do to his body. There's a limitation. And no matter what they do to his body, it doesn't seem to shake the dignity of his soul. 
no matter what, he doesn't change. And that's what they're aiming to do. They want to forge Jesus into what they expect. And in this case, they're not trying to make him into God. They're trying to make him as human as possible. And they believe if they push hard enough, he will eventually admit that he was lying. He will ask for forgiveness. He will humble himself. They're trying to forge him into what they expect. But Jesus will not change. He is unchangeable. Because no matter what you do to the outside, the inside remains protected. The inside says, I will not become something that is not my nature. His nature is to be loving. No matter how much they hate him, no matter how much they hurt him, he returns love constantly. And this infuriates them. They've never met anyone like Jesus. Everyone they ever put pressure on had always buckled and changed. And so they push harder and harder until they get to the point of actually driving nails into his hands. But even at this moment, he says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they've done. And this is, this is a revelation. They can't use the violence against the body to change the soul. It's also a revelation because Jesus is human. Now, we know that Jesus is divine, but he actually is human as well. 100% divine, but 100% human. And he has just revealed to us the power of the human soul. How did he do that? This world will try to manipulate and pressure and reform you. And sometimes people very close to you, people you love very much, do the same thing. They try to use a violence against the body so that you will conform to their expectations. But we have a strength we did not know we had. We do not have to conform. We do not have to change. We can rise above this. We do not have to become the wicked they expect, the subservient that they expect, the victim they expect. We can become Christ. Christ-like in a world that needs to know that level of love. In the story of, in the, in the history of Jesus accepting the cross, he has to accept the punishment of humanity. Not because he is a sinner, but because we need somebody to pay the price. We are the sinners. And instead of us dying, he takes our place. He accepts death. So it is not acceptable for us to then take that away from Jesus and let people treat us as if we're the Jesus, that we're the price, that we're the victim. When people mistreat our bodies, we don't change into the evil that they want us to become. We don't change into the subservient that they want us to become, nor do we tolerate them doing it because we're not able to make the sacrifice for their souls. We don't tolerate it because Jesus has already paid the price. I do not give them permission to change me nor do I find it necessary for me to become the victim.
Jesus has accepted that position. And so it's okay to say, stop, no more. I will not accept this. And we don't need to do so with evil. We don't have to fight fire with fire. We can simply say, Jesus has paid the price. I don't need to. The dignity of my soul that he has taught me is that I don't need to change. But also, no matter what the world tells you about your sinfulness, your unworthiness, he has already freed us from that. You don't have to believe that anymore. You can trust that Jesus is not lying when he says, you are my beloved. And no one has a right to harm my beloved. Though the world might be against the body, your soul has been protected. But out of respect for the body he has given you, we do not tolerate those who would do the same as they did to Jesus. To a certain extent, we have to accept the world is filled with suffering, but not as a sacrifice. He's paid the sacrifice. So it's okay for me to say, he's paid the price. I don't need to do that anymore. I will not let you try to change my soul by injuring my body. I am free. God bless you.